What's up guys? Welcome back to From the World to Manoa. We're on our fourth episode today and I am very excited because this past week I got the show up and running on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts or whatever it's called and several other platforms so um, it's readily available for most anyone. Um, yeah, so please follow and like the episodes, like or follow the show on those platforms. I would greatly appreciate it. I want to see how the show is doing and comment when you have the chance. Tell me how it's going, what you want to hear more of, um, what you don't like. Just help me get a gauge on how the show is doing. Um, today, I have the honor of interviewing our first woman on the show, which is awesome, and I'm very excited about that. So, without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Can you tell everyone what your name is and what year you are, as well as your major at okay. the school? My name is Alicia Toll, and I am a senior now. I'm graduating in the summer. Awesome. And I'm majoring in journalism and business management. Where are you from? I'm from Taiwan. Awesome. So let me ask you, how, you're the first international person I've interviewed. How did you end up in Hawaii? How did you decide to go from Taiwan to Hawaii? What attracted you to this school? Yeah, okay. So I was actually going to go to Japan to study because my dad really wanted me to go to Japan. Mm -hmm. But somehow, like my high school friend told me that she came and visit the university here. And she was like, you're going to lo love it. And then, so I came here. That's awesome. <laughs> so was your plan always to study journalism? Um, no, I only realized that I like journalism in the last year of my high school. Oh, cool. Yeah, my friend was like, I think you should try journalism. And I was like, why not? And I love it. So other than your dad and your friend telling you to come here, this school wasn't really on the radar for you prior to that? I think coming coming here is like a dream. Yeah. It's like a paradise. And then, so I never really think of like coming here to study. But when I actually can, it's like amazing. But you had been here before? No. Oh, wait. When I was like two, okay. three. So not really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not that I you could remember. remember anything. Okay. That's really cool. Um, what, what kind of pushed you to, you know, find that interest in journalism okay so since i was a kid i really like going to concerts and then finding things out about like my favorite idol yeah and then so i real i i realized that i spent so much money on concert so like the main reason why i wanted to be a to study journalism it's because i want to go to concert for free because if you have the journalist pass you can just go into the concert Absolutely. So that was your main yeah. reason for it? That's yeah. actually a pretty good reason, and I understand that. Um, one of the um, new news organizations that I first wanted to work for was Rolling Stone magazine. Oh. So I kind of get that music side of it. That's really cool. Um, what, is, what do you focus mainly on as far as, you know, the branches of journalism? Mm -hmm. Are you more of a writer? Are you, you like video? I think after the video class, I really prefer video more yeah. than print. And so I've spoken with 
friends that we both have, and I've been told that you want to bring your knowledge of journalism back to Taiwan, correct? Yeah. Okay, so what is, um, let me ask, how is the... How is the journalism in Taiwan compared to, you know, the U.S.? Is it is it structured differently? Um, yeah, I think so. Like in Taiwan, I think the news industry is going down like a lot. It's like not really good now. And then there's a phrase in Taiwan saying that um, if you don't study as a kid, you'll grow up being a journalist. Okay. Can you dissect that for me a little bit, just so I can better understand? Yeah. What it means? So like. I think before, if you want to be a journalist, you have to take a test. Okay. But now, because how, like anyone can be a journalist because of social media, yeah. and anyone can post anything. So journalism, it's not something that people appreciate anymore, and then it's something that people actually kind of look down to. It's a job that people think, oh, you don't even need to study. You just have to go there, go to news. Organization and you can just start shooting and say anything you want. Yeah, I think that's an interesting way to view journalism, and I actually think part of that is relevant in the U.S. too. Mm. Just because you know, I've been thinking recently, and there's a lot of we'll see on TV a lot that um, you know professional journalists, and they'll be like, "You don't really need to go to school for journalism anymore. Like, you can just learn these things." Part of that makes me feel kind of bad, just because I'm like I'm paying a lot of money to be here, and <laughs> and um, you know, I, I feel I am learning things from school that I think that I wouldn't, you know, be able to learn on my own so yeah. much. And I think it's just something we have to push through now that we've been through four years of it. But <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's an interesting thing though, because journalism is one of those careers where I don't. You know, you don't really need school, but yeah. then it helps you if you have school. It kind of prepare you to, like, yeah, reveal. Yeah, absolutely. So it's weird, but that's that's very cool. Um, as far as career after you graduate, what are you hoping the to, to do? What What are your goals as of now? Um, so after I graduate, I'm probably gonna go back to Taiwan. Okay. Because. Yeah, because I like the concerts in Taiwan, <laughs> so that's my main reason too. I have to ask re really briefly. Can you explain the concerts? Because you're you're making it sound like the concerts are like super awesome in Taiwan. So I want to know. It's just it's just <laughs> normal to be honest. But I think it's because I like to listen to Chinese songs. Okay. So, like, I don't. I just really like concerts. Do you like going to concerts? I love going to concerts. It's that's so why, fun. yeah, no, that's why I'm curious because you're making it sound like super awesome. It's making me want to go to a concert in Taiwan now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'll like it. But <laughs> what are your favorite like musicians that you listen to? Yeah, it's a Taiwanese singer called Hebe Tian. Okay. <laughs> I probably wouldn't know any songs, but what is your favorite song? Just so favorite people song. can go um, look it up. Um, I think all her songs are so nice. Okay. You should just search her up on YouTube. <laughs> okay, I will. I will put that on the screen here so people can go look okay. her up. But um, so mainly just her. Are there other people you like to go um, see? Like, what's been your favorite concert that you've seen in Taiwan? I think. Um, okay, I like Hebe the most, but then 
Jalene's and Mayday's concert are like very good. Okay. <laughs> Never heard of these people before, but I'm gonna. I will go listen to them, and okay. yeah, no, I promise. Okay. But yeah. have you seen Have you seen a concert in the U.S.? No. Never. Not even no. Hawaii. Nope. But I really want to go Taylor Swift's concert because one of my friends loves Taylor Swift. Yeah. Are you? I have not been to a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> Do you want to go to one? You know. I think part of me is like, <laughs> <laughs> I think part of me is like, I, I don't want to, sometimes I'll find myself and I'll hear an old Taylor Swift song and I'll be like, this is good. But then there's like a part of me that's like, I don't want to like this <laughs> because there's like, I just feel like there's like a certain idea in my head of the fan base. Oh. It's kind of like Justin Bieber. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's a. Uh, hardcore Bieber fans and I'm like okay yeah sometimes I just personally like I have bands that I like to listen to and mm -hmm. I'm very excited about them but I've never been part of a culture where you know like a specific band culture where I'm like okay that I'm like sense. die hard yeah but that's fine yeah I would be up to I guess seeing Taylor Swift because <laughs> it, I heard it's great yeah she's great in concert so I mean why not right yeah but um okay so I was going to ask you what the difference, you need to go see a concert like somewhere either here or on the mainland because I think, okay. I think it would be cool for you to, yeah. you know. I will. <laughs> yeah. And I want to see a concert in Taiwan. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should come visit. Yeah, I will. Where is the best places to visit in Taiwan? Taipei. Okay. The capital city. Okay. Is there specific, so I don't really know much about Taiwan, mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you, so what are when people come to visit taiwan what are they where do they usually where do tourists usually go i think um taipei 101 is a big like tourist spot in taiwan okay and then all my japanese friends want to go to um this place called Jiufen. okay and it's where um i think and a movie was shot there a cartoon wait what's that um do you know I don't know. Spirited Away. Oh, okay. Yeah, the movie was. I think it's Studio Ghibli, right? Yeah, yeah, Something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard. I I personally don't watch like anime and anything mm -hmm. like that, but I've heard he is sort of the Disney of. Yeah, I think. Um, he is. You know, Asia. Yeah. So that's cool. Um. So that's the main place people would go to visit. Mm-hmm. What? So if I'm trying to I'm trying to visualize what would be there. Okay. So what would um, what would I be seeing if I, if I came and I visited, what was it again, that place you just mentioned? Which Jiufen. Yes. Taipei One Hundred One. Yeah. Wait, which one? Both Ta of them. Oh, Taipei One Hundred One is just a very tall building. Okay. In Taiwan, I think there there's like a hundred and one floor. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And then, Jiufen, it's I don't know why. I think all Japanese really like there, but I've only been there like once or twice, so I don't know much about that place either. Is um, so how's the, how's the food in Taiwan? Is it, is it a talked about cuisine? Like if what I know is there, you know Taiwanese, food places around here that. Oh no! No. There's no Taiwanese food here. So there, okay. But then the food is. In Taiwan, it's really, really good. Okay, so what kind of, 
First, what's your favorite dish? Uh, my favorite dish is probably anything from Ding Tai Fung. <laughs> okay, I've actually heard of that before. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it's in the mainland, too. Yeah. There are some stores. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because I feel like I've had Taiwanese food before. I'm from San Diego, and we have a very diverse culture of, mm -hmm. like, you know, Filipino. Yeah. Um, no, we do... We do have Taiwanese food there because yeah, I think my family is. loves Taiwanese food. Oh, that's nice. Is it just... <laughs> 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 that's awesome. Okay. Okay, so how, how does the culture, you know, coming from Taiwan and coming to Hawaii, is the culture, are there similarities or is it, was it a big difference for you? I think... It's similar because both Taiwan and Hawaii is like an island. So yeah. I don't have island fever or... Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then um, culture-wise, I think Hawaii is more diverse. Okay, no, Taiwan is very diverse too. But I think... But the perspectives are... Like the values may be a little bit different. Yeah. I think in Taiwan, we don't really speak out to like a lot of stuff. We normally keep things to ourselves. Meaning what though? Like speak out against just issues that are going on? Um, no, not really that, but like for example, in class, I hear most people will share their opinions, right? Yeah. And will answer the questions. Okay. But in Taiwan, like no one raises their hand when the teacher asks a question. Why is that? I don't know if it's like a culture thing in Taiwan or is it is it just all my classmates and all my friends are like that? Yeah. I don't know if it's a so, family So thing. did you, coming here to school, was there sort of pressure on you to, you know, learn to speak up in class and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I think there is a lot of... It's, like, stressful, especially studying journalism. Yeah. Where, like, you have to write a lot and you have to... Like, it's so hard to for me to... Like when the teacher is saying something, I have to translate it in my mind first and then think of the answer to it. Yeah. But then when I was, when I finished thinking of the answer, the topic might be over already, mm -hmm. you know. And then in journalism, you really got to push yourself to your limit. Absolutely, yeah. You have to write so much and you have to, I think interviewing is so hard. When interviewing is hard. Yeah. yeah. Especially when my first language is not English. So what was your... Um, you know, how, how good was your English when you first came here? Um, uh, I study in international school, so okay. like in Taiwan, so it was okay. okay. But I can't, like when people speak very fast, I'll be like, wait, yeah. <laughs> you repeated. Yeah, because your English is great now, so I was just curious. But um, going back to the, you know, interviewing people and everything, how was it difficult for you to kind of learn journalism in like a, an american setting i guess it's the journalism here is interesting because there's it's it's american but then there's also like mm. just hawaiian culture journalism yeah. and it's different from the mainland i'd say um so you kind of had to learn two different things at once i'm assuming but was that difficult coming from another country and then having to learn to do journalism yeah. in this country yeah, I think it's for sure, like, a really hard thing. Especially, 
like in our capstone class yeah where we have to interview a lot of senator representative yeah because i don't really know much about like i didn't know what bills were before coming here because mm -hmm. i don't really like i don't know that much yeah. about that so it was really hard to when you're when you're put in that situation and you have to go interview yeah. a senator who introduced a bill yeah and it's like wait what what am i supposed to ask what am i supposed to do Mm -hmm. But I think as the professor like pushes you and then you're just you just got to do it. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't really know. I still don't even being in that class still don't know much about bills. So you're you're good. I promise. <laughs> yeah. But that was so I remember like when the semester just started after like two or three classes, that capstone class. I remember one day I was calling my mom because I was so stressed out. I was like, I'm going to fail this class for sure. Yeah. And then, so I called my mom and I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to graduate this, like, this summer. I think I have to wait for another year because that class only offered in spring. Yeah. So I was like, I don't think I can do this. And I was so sad because I feel like in Taiwan, when I needed something, my family is, are like, is always there. But when you're here... You can't really, no one can really help you unless yeah. you really ask for help. But I'm not someone who really goes to other people and be like, can you help me on this? Because I don't know if it's a... Yeah, I think I, I'm that way as well. I think it's just, it's probably part of the culture. Mm -hmm. But also I think it's an individual thing too, because yeah. I know a lot of people like that. I felt the same way though. When we first started that class, I felt the exact same way. Yeah, I felt sort of like I need to do this now or I'm going to fail and yeah. I know. <laughs> it, yeah, it was so hard. Yeah. And I was, because I feel like in Taiwan, when I need to like interview someone, I can maybe like ask my parents like, oh, if you know this person, yeah. is it okay if you connect me with that person? But then out here, you really have to like call through their office and then arrange a time. Yeah. And then they might not even get back to you and you just have to keep calling. And then, yeah, that was really, really stressful. Absolutely, like, I bet it was. Yeah, every Wednesday I'll be like, no, <laughs> I can't, yeah. I can't submit anything. Um, I mean, it's gonna, I think it's probably gonna make you like a really good journalist when you go yeah. back home though. Yeah, that's what my mom told me. She's like, if you, if you can't do this, then I don't think you'll be able. Yeah to do like other things in the future so yeah. she's like you just gotta do it you're probably you're gonna have a lot of um knowledge that a mm -hmm. lot of journalists probably don't have <laughs> in taiwan though <laughs> yeah i hope so that's what i that's why i kept on saying that i want to bring what i learned here back to taiwan mm -hmm. in the future because as i said the journalism industry it's really going down in taiwan Mm -hmm. So I did a summer intern in Taiwan last summer. Okay. It was really fun. But then when I was talking to like the um, the people who work there, they told me that they were like, "Why are you Why are you studying journalism? Like, yeah. are you sure you want to do this? Like, you're not gonna get a lot of pay, and then you're spending all your time on this. Yeah. And whenever the phone rings, you just gotta answer and just gotta start working. And then they're like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" And I was like, yeah, I think so. Like, I do have fun in journalism. But That's it's good. Just, no, I'm glad you persisted with it and yeah. pursued the major because it sounds like you are very motivated to be a journalist. Um, 
what was your backup plan backup plan. like what what if you wouldn't have done journalism what would you have done um probably going back to my family like my family they have a business in taiwan okay so what's the business um yeah i just learned about this recently so they do um manufacturing they bring like japan stuff back into taiwan okay like kind of partnering up with people and then try to bring like new technology stuff and in, back into taiwan okay that's cool so, and your your parents started this business? No, my grand, my grandpa, and my great, oh, my grand uncle. Okay, so it's been around for a little bit. Yeah. Okay, that's very cool. That is, it's kind of cool that you had something to fall back on if yeah. this didn't work out for you. Yeah. But you'll be fine with yeah. journalism, I think. So, you know, thinking about it, you you keep saying that the the journalism is kind of falling. Mm -hmm. in Taiwan what does that look like right now because I'm I'm just thinking that a lot of people aren't watching it but is are things shutting down as far as you know new news organizations there is is there is there limited because you know how here we have um we still have broadcast it's it's mm -hmm. dying but we have broadcast we have print we have all different types of journalism do you guys have more that's like one form that's more prominent than the others in yeah. Taiwan I think it's mostly broadcast. We okay. have a lot of news stations in Taiwan. They're like, I don't even know why there's like so much. Yeah. So that's why it's so competitive. And I don't think prints are that popular anymore in Taiwan yeah. too. I, I only think there's like only one or two that's yeah. still doing prints. As, so even like digitally, like mobile, mobile? <laughs> oh, oh no, that one. Yeah, it's, I think it's all shifted online. Okay. There's yeah. no like paper. Because I think I think yeah, newspaper in general is just mm -hmm. dying. But yeah, that's really interesting. Because I I never really think of journalism around the world. I think of it mainly in the U.S., which I should not do. Because um, <laughs> you know it's a worldwide thing that's important. Mm -hmm. um, I was gonna. I had a question here for you, and I was going to ask, but I'm gonna have to get back to it because I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> So, like you said, you are more interested in the video aspect, though. Are you wanting to do broadcast, or you want to do, like, documentary-type stuff? I think probably broadcast. Okay. Yeah. And, like, as an anchor? No, no, no. Probably just, like, <laughs> shooting and editing. Oh, okay. Um, so you want to be behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, so, I'm going to get a little more serious for a second. There's a lot of things going on, and I've spoken to my last few guests about harder topics, um, and I've had comments about it that people are liking hearing about it, and I want to hear it from an international point of view. So recently, you heard about like the Nashville stu the mm, Nashville yeah. shooting. Um, there's just a lot of political things going on right now, as always in this country, and then there's just topics like that that come up. You know, coming from Taiwan to the U.S., hearing about things like that, does it kind of freak you out? Yeah, for sure. Is it, is it very, um, is it, you know, hearing about shootings, is it kind of like a foreign idea? Like, is, does, do those type of things happen back where you're yeah, from? Yeah, I think in, no, in Taiwan, it's like really safe. Like shooting, 
I don't think there are a lot of, no, I don't think there are like shootings recently. It happens maybe like once in the five, five years. Mm -hmm. So coming here, I like, I know, I don't know, it's kind of scary to me. Yeah. And then like, I watch all kind of shootings on TikTok. I don't know why my TikTok always recommends me yeah. on shootings and stuff and that, yeah. I think that's something that my family are really scared of too. Like yeah. putting me, like getting me here and then like, yeah. I don't know about the gun. Yeah, I would imagine. Is our, you know, viewing politics coming from where you're from Taiwan and then, you know, shifting to the politics in the U.S., is it weird to hear about how things are run here? Yeah, sometimes I just, like, I don't really understand, yeah. like, the politics here. I don't understand it either, but I, I can imagine coming from another country, it's, it must sound crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, it's just not, it's weird how politics are in general and mm -hmm. how everything is run. Um, I think we're running out of time, but I want to ask you one more question. And for this question, you can answer it looking directly into the camera oh, yeah. to the audience. The question is, can you, who are you and why are you unique? Okay. So I'm Alicia and then I'm unique because... <laughs> I don't know, I think everyone is unique in their own ways, but for me, I think I am a very family-oriented person, and then I think how my parents um, like taught me was something that made me unique. Is that something? No, that's great. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I think how like my values and how I see people and how um, like coming into a new culture and learning everything new and learning like from all my friends here and get, getting it back into myself and bringing it back to Taiwan will be something very unique. <laughs> awesome. Well, I really appreciate you being here and it was great to talk to you. I like having a perspective from you know, somewhere that's not just the U.S. It's very cool, and it helps me build on my knowledge. So I appreciate you, and I hope you do amazing in your journalism career and bring lots of knowledge back to Taiwan. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Um, like I said at the beginning, please follow the pages, whether it be, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Let me know how the show's going as well. I'm having a lot of fun with the show, so we're going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep learning from people from all sorts of different cultures. And yeah, thank you for watching the show. I really appreciate it. I will see you next week for the fifth episode. This is From the World to Manawa, and I'm Trevor Reed. <laughs>